Hey everyone, I'm Bert from Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Come and get stoned with us as we sit down and smoke with your favorite local artists. Peace everybody, it's Lil Man, the energy ball of Steel Wall, Steel Soldiers, you I say? I'm back again, number two, round two, let's do this thing. Oh, if y'all want to get at me, check the links below, y'all. You have at me at any time, all the time. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a nitro cake, a blue steel, and a blackberry jam. And we will round out the session with a P21, a golden pineapple, and an OG chem. Hey everyone, I'm Bert with Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. And today we are rejoined by our friend uh, Steel Soldier right here. Uh, how you doing, man? It's good to see you back again. No doubt, man. Little man, energy ball, still war, still soldiers. How y'all doing again, man? Gospel rapper extraordinaire and everything else going behind there. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Well, dude, it's good to have you back on the show. Thanks, bro. Um, so you here. remember the deal. We're going to get nice and toasty here. Yes, sir. And uh, so, yeah, let's get going with our, our number one here. All right. You got to light somebody. Oh, oh, yeah. Can we, get a, can we get a lighter tossed in here real quick? Okay. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get this. We'll, we'll get a lighter going. But well, we got some uh, nitro cake to nitro start Nitro cake, wow! Nitro cake is an indica-dominant hybrid with a sweet and sugary terpene profile and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling couch-locked and incapacitated. We picked up a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 56th Avenue in Marysville. cannabis play in your creative process oh man just like last time i got to let you know man it's it's always there in the in the present and again it's like that that calm cool collective me personally i have a lot of thoughts that happen quite often in the marijuana it just mellows me out to where as though i can choose through the through those different thoughts that's some ADHD Easy. shit right there man <laughs> and I know this because I do the exact same thing and listen, listen I need it though you know what I'm talking about I'm just saying it's always present and it helps me cause I'll be like but when I get my butt you can at least like, grab onto one thought and like hold on to uh, that one for a second you know? see Bert now you understand me bro Absolutely. I support the business it's that cherry and we got some we got some blunt smoking our uh, generously donated by our, our man here um, and this is what we do. Said, you said these have oil in them too? Yes, it does. Absolutely infused. We got cherry and pineapple today. Um, I got them in the bag, so we're we just picking and smoking, and whatever one we come across, we're going to do what it do. What kind of uh, strange digging right now, man? I know you. you right know, now, you I'm sativa. I'm sativa heavy. The reason why I'm sativa heavy, though, is because I love the head high. It helps me focus a lot more, and it keeps me. It keeps me up as opposed to the indica with the heavy high. The heavy high, I'd rather do it at night where it's done great to go to sleep. But the sativa is the strands that I'm really on right now. I'm heavy on the sativa because I like the energy 
that oh, it gives yeah. me to do what it is I do. Absolutely. You dig me? For our number two today, we got some Blue Steel. Blue Steel. Like, you ever now, watch that? You ever watch that, uh, that movie, uh, Zoolander? Yes. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, and she smelled Popnik. Oh, that's that Steel, S-T-E-E-L, right? Yeah. Gangsta <laughs> shit. Blue Steel is an indica-dominant strain developed in Washington and is known for its cerebral high and tendency to leave the smoker feeling couch-locked and sedated. We found a gram of this sauce at a shop on Broadway in Everett. Dude, beloved, let me be real, dog. That's what we do. You got to be happy about this because if you ain't... Hey, man, most of these drugs are mood enhancers anyway. Absolutely. The bud, same thing as a mellower or energy or you know what I mean? You want to you wanna be happy as much as you can, man. Eat, drink, and be merry over your labor, bro. All of the work you put in, eat, drink, and be happy over that. That's the gift of God. Let me keep you real. I always remember I can do fucking rings with blunts. <laughs> Blue steel. Oops, and she's super that. potent, and bro. It's like mint. And you can taste it as... <laughs> So the second question we'd like to ask everyone, okay. how's living in Washington influenced your uh, your sound or your process? Or Oh, man, you already know, man. Like I said, Washington is, is my escape, man. It's allowed me to really just really focus on me <coughs> and my craft. And it's a beautiful thing because like I was just going to mention earlier, Washington is the only place that I've come across personally, and I and, and I've lived in Colorado for a minute. Um, Washington is the only place that gets scientific when it comes to this bud, man. When it comes to these strands and different things, and I really I use that as like a metaphor or a mirror to my my craft because when I got here to Washington, I was able to focus on myself and. In so doing, I was able to key in on certain abilities, talents, or just different unique skills that I had. Okay. And as opposed to just coming out with all of them, not really knowing where I'm at and what I'm doing is just a gift that I have. Coming to Washington, I was able to key in on certain aspects of my craft and sharpen them. You know what I mean? I was able to get scientific with myself and the different strains of this genre or of this ability that I have. Because rap, it can go so many different ways. It doesn't have to just be Absolutely. one specific way and one specific you know, way of being. So when you hear the word rap or whatever you think one way, what I've been able to do is like you guys do with this marijuana in Washington. You get scientific, you get chemical, you break it down to its, yes, you turn it to oil, you turn it to edibles, you turn it to butter, you turn it to weed straight off the stalk, you turn it to the, to the wraps, that you turn it to clothes. And you turn, I mean, like, you got everything you do with marijuana from spices to literally the hemp that you wear and smoke and use. It's medical use. It's actually edible use. It's, it's so many different levels to this one thing, marijuana. Well, that's the same thing that I was able to do. With Washington and my rap, I was able to just basically get scientific with myself and my craft, and it's produced unbelievable, unbelievable results. Hell yeah. That's beautiful. 
Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> For our number three today, we got some blackberry jam. Mm, mm. That one's nice smelling. Lord have mercy. See. Blackberry jam. And you know what I love about it? Every time we go through this, all of their hues are basically the same. It's so bright and so alluring. It's like calling you to do the shit. Just yeah. look at me. And you just like, ah, fuck, I got to taste it. Just a bit of it. <laughs> Blackberry Jam is an indica-dominant hybrid, and this terpene-infused sauce has a vibrant profile reminiscent of blackberry jelly. In addition to its tendency to leave the smoker relaxed, it is known to fog the memory. We scored a gram of this sauce at a shop on 88th Avenue in Renton. <laughs> so, you recently released a song, Who Got a Minute? Yes, sir. Which, I fucking love that one. That was great. Uh, so, what can you tell us about the song, man? Like, well, uh, really... <coughs> It's called 419, who got a minute because 420, as you know, we do the, you know, the smoker thing. That's a little inside thing for the smokers. If you're not a smoker, you might not understand the reference 419, who got a minute, referencing the 420 at the time when we get it popping. So, and of course, you know me, I try to throw something out there every, uh, every year for, for 420, you know what I mean? Just so we can keep it repetitious, keep it going a little bit and just, just happen to be. Another one of the tracks that I had done. And uh, I wanted to release it on 420 or right around the same time. And since it was called 419, I released it on 419. But it was like a minute before 419. You know what I mean? But... <laughs> trying to get meta with that. Yes, I did. Like chopping it down, getting scientific with this shit. <laughs> So if you if you like going into detail and just looking at shit like that, you'll see it came out one minute before 419, which is uh <coughs> April 19th. So it was really fun, you know what I mean? Uh I went back home and recorded it. Okay. And two years later I went back home and shot the video. You know what I mean? So nice. yeah, it was literally around the same exact time, coincidentally enough, with coincidentally enough, but it, it it just all happened in the same time span, but a couple years apart. Okay, and that was that was pretty awesome. Tell us a little bit about the video. Uh, who's it? Who was that in, in the video with you? Uh, so we got my brother. That's the main one who was really with me when we did okay. the green screen part and all of that. Right, right. And we was in the living room. That was his living room, and I wanted it to be casual. Okay, uh -huh. so when you think about it, I didn't want you to have to think about it like. You hear 419 or hear a weed and you see a club or you hear 419 see weed and you see a party or like you had a, a, a big event. We uh, smokers smoke every day. We just yeah. be chilling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So beyond the green screen, it was just me and my brother chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just chilling at the crib, just letting you know we smoke 419. Hey, man, it's just a reference on us smoking regularly. You know what I mean? So I did my best to keep it as laid back and homely as possible. To let people know, it ain't got to be fantastic with the motherfucking bud every time you smoke. You got to be like at a club or a party or a banquet or... Hell no. Everybody's just, starting to know that's not... Yes, bad, you know? dude. We are just sitting at home smoking, watching TV or playing a video game. Like, this is just what we do. 
That's yeah. what it was about. That's kind of nice, though. You can get it so that basically any pothead go, yup. Yes. Yup. One hundred percent of the time, though. <laughs> that's probably what you're doing watching this video. You know, like right now, because I know that's what I do whenever I catch one of y'all flicks. I just be like, yeah, I know these motherfuckers is getting lit. Look at them. <laughs> Cheesy smiles. Everybody be like cheesing up the hair. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely what we do. All right. So moving on to our halfway point here, we're on our number four. Oh, four from we the dough. We got some P91. P21 is an indica dominant strain known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling couch locked and sedated and its rich, earthy, and pine flavor. We found a gram of this sugar wax at a shop on Route 99 in Everett. Ooh. Smooth. All right. So for our number four, we wanted to know, um, we wanted to know your origin story on the name Steel Soldier. Like, what's your, uh, tell us your origins, man. Like, what's, uh, well, what is the Steel Soldier? <coughs> <coughs> Coming up, me and my brothers had a group called the Steel Wall Unit. And basically, our family is just the boys of the family, so many of us, that we were called Steel Wall as a family, as a group. You know what I mean? And me and my brothers, we just happened to rap, be able to rap. So we called ourselves the Steel Wall Unit as a basis to show connection to Steel Wall. And me personally, I've continued the tradition because I'm still rapping, but it's more so me by myself now as opposed to me with the whole family. Okay. So Steel Soldiers is an ode, so to speak, to Steel Wall, but it's just me right now and the people that I have back in me. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? As opposed to me with the family. Okay. You know I mean? Okay. And uh, does it feel, um, is it different now? Is your process different when you're creating music than when you were part Absolutely. of this uh, Steel Wall unit? Yes, sir. Absolutely is. Uh, the reason why, though, is because, I mean, even to this day, I've always just wanted to be the rapper. Mm -hmm. I've always just wanted to rap. You understand what I'm saying? So you didn't want to do the producing? Yes. Okay. I didn't want to do none of that. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't want to have to make the beat. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to lay the tracks. I didn't want to have to make the videos. I didn't want to have to edit the videos. I didn't want to have to do all of this. I, I record myself in the studio chop those up and edit that as well. Like, I didn't want to have to do all that. I was fine being the rapper and a performer. I'll tap dance. Yeah. I'll make the tracks. Sure. You give me a beat, I will make the song fucking fire, and I'll go out there and tap dance for you. There you go. That's all I wanted to do. And coming up, the gift that the Lord gave me was that. I asked him for that. I got that. But then that gift turned into... A whole tree from a little bud of being able to just rap and perform. That bud cultivated over the years has, without a doubt, turned into a tree. Okay. And those things, that they just come along with it, bro. Because, like, for you, for instance, with this podcasting, it started mm -hmm. out one way. But now you have the hang of it to where it's done. You know how it flows a lot smoother than when you first started. Absolutely. But continuously doing that, you're going to get more skills that you didn't even know you had because of just this one process that you've gotten honed yeah. to a, a fucking T. 
It's going to show up in everything that you do at your new job. It's going to show up in, at your interaction with people. It's going to show up in, in everything that you do. This one skill that you're sharpening and have sharpened over the years is going to manifest in so many ways. And maybe you just want to be the podcast dude that just want to sit and ask the questions and smoke out with everybody. <laughs> but that one skill, bro, is going to blossom into something that you have zero idea where it's going right now. Because I didn't either. Absolutely. And I didn't, again, I didn't want to do all of it. That was not my ideal end result. My ideal end result was just a rapper and a performer. That's just all I wanted to do, Bert. Word. Hell yeah. But now I'm a videographer. I am a producer. I'm an editor. I'm a I'm a I'm an entrepreneur, which means, well, I had my own business. Hey man, the politics behind having your own business, it sounds good to say I'm an entrepreneur. But when it comes to them taxes every 30, <laughs> 60, 90 days, they, they're not playing about their money. So yeah. I had to go through that process and learn hands-on. It's not as easy as it sounds and it seems. Absolutely. But on all these different levels, I, I just, I know what it is. And it's like, man. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving on to our number so five today. So we got some golden pineapple. <coughs> golden pineapple is a sativa dominant strain that lives up to its name with a rich pineapple flavor that lingers and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker focused and alert. We scored a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. All right. So, uh, you've been producing and releasing for over five years now. Yes, sir. Um, how would you say that your, uh, you and your sound have changed over the years? That's a really hard question. Because it's changed in many ways, obviously. I mean, the growth process in itself is ever evolving. And I personally, I really only listen to gospel hip hop or dancehall reggae or, you know, Baltimore club style up-tempo things, you know what I'm saying? Happy things. So... My sound is always hopefully upbeatish and positive, even if the information is information you may not want to hear. At least it should be positive enough to keep you popping. You know what I mean? At least that's the way I would like it to be. It's not always received that way, but I believe the process is just ever evolving, bro. And um, I can't say I'm in a box anywhere unless... We're talking about who well, are you boxed in on uh, Christian hip hop or things like that. No, I'm just more positive than anything. You know what I mean? And I have a a guiding principle that never changes. Therefore, if I just stick with that, which never changes, I should be the same guy that you love and see every single solitary day in time. There you go. Just the same guy. I should never have to change the person that I am. So my music, I think, reflects the the positive growth that I've come through on on many levels, bro. I got a couple tracks that are about that I'm about to release 
And in today's society, they're topics that are taboo, especially for the brass and fine brass community. It's really taboo to even speak on such issues. However, I feel compelled to do so. My spirit within me is telling me, say something. Yeah. Say something. Just Absolutely. say something about it. So I am. I'm getting ready to release a lot of tracks. And it's going to be, I don't want to say controversial. However, they're going to be topic starters. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's going to open the door for dialogue. And that's really all I would like to do. I would like to open the door for dialogue so that we can talk about some things and come to a common ground and understanding with yeah. each other. Why do we have to keep on hating each other, man? It shouldn't be like that. So it's going to make the, these couple tracks. It's going to make society kind of look at me strange. It's going to make the people in the church look at me strange. And it, it it's I'm hoping like the last time I told you, last time I was here, you guys helped me. And it opened the door for a little dialogue amongst my community. For me, for me personally. I'm really glad to hear that too. And, and I'm just hoping that with these next couple tracks, it does that. It does that. I'm hoping that it opens the door for dialogue so that we can all just talk about some things and come to an understanding. We can at least come to a common ground. There you go. Just of knowledge, of just of knowledge. Yeah. It's just, you know, my people suffer for lack of knowledge. We, if, if we could just talk to each other, come to an understanding, we will all have a little more knowledge and we can walk in that specific truth, so to speak. There you go. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's all. I'm just looking to open the door for dialogue and you guys help me and I'm hoping this does that. I hope it works out. Me too. Appreciate it though, bro. <laughs> so, for our last dab of the day, mm -hmm. we have got some OG Chem. OG Chem. OG Chem is a sativa-leaning hybrid with a distinct aroma and taste of bitter diesel fuel and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling uplifted and chatty. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop in Capitol Hill. So, uh, you spent uh, a lot of time on the East and West Coasts. Yes, sir. Um, what are some of the biggest differences and similarities uh, behind the scenes on each coast? Um... It's like last time, man. I just, I don't know anymore. The lines have blurred to me. Yeah. In a lot of ways, man. In a lot of ways. It's, I say it, it, it would be something akin to, because East and West is kind of like really different worlds, man. It is, it is, it's like stepping to another planet. We speak the same language, but we don't mean the same thing. It would be like you going to another country. Mm -hmm. They have the same thing, hustling drugs, things of that nature, but it just isn't the same way. Sure. You know what I mean? So being here longer, man, I use that analogy on drugs just because it's easiest for me, but I'm just saying the similarities and the differences, the similarities would be everybody sells drugs, but the differences would be there's an East Coast way of doing it and then there's a West Coast way of doing it. You understand what I'm saying? But they're all still doing it. Absolutely. You feel me? So it's pretty much the same difference, man. It's, 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 the lines have blurred to me now because you get to see the inner structure of everything. And it's, it's just as simple as everybody drives taxis. But since the East Coast have different road rules and the West Coast, then the West Coast is going to drive a certain way. And so is the East. Mm 
They're both drivers of taxis, but they have different ways of doing things. You know what I mean? But you can always get to the similarity of it. That's why when I said we can all just sit and have a dialogue and come to a common ground, a common understanding, that's what I mean. Everybody drives a taxi, just different rules on different sides, so you drive just a different way. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I told you last time, the biggest difference that I love to hold on to is the word filthy. Where I'm from, <laughs> the word filthy is absolutely the lowest of the low. Grungy, gut, gutter, dirty, filthy, cruddy. Right. But when I got over here, it, it it's, meant... It's the exact opposite. Bro, we're using the same yeah. word. I remember the is, first time. I st- It's one of those weird memories I have of being a kid. And I remember hearing that word for the first time meant that way. And they were talking about somebody's car. And exact I didn't, same. I didn't understand same. it at first. Like I was like, what are you talking about? It's a clean car. What does it, <laughs> you know? But like clean. I was, I was young, you know, and like. Yes. But then, yeah, it stuck, and like. That's the one I used the most because when I got here, it really threw me off. That let me know that we are quite literally on two different planets. Absolutely. We do the same things. We say the same things, but we just are so totally different in so doing. The similarities are there, but the differences are air apparent. You feel what I'm saying? For sure. That's all. And again, to me, a lot of things have blurred because I, I was, I'm able to be blessed to be able to see both sides equally. I've heard that. Equally. And do you ever get back over to the East Coast at all? Yes, I just came back from there. I was over there for the entire month of March. Oh, cool. Just passed. You know what I'm saying? I came back in April. That's when I told y'all that I was dropping the 420 joint, 419, okay, okay. and then boom. So now I've been back going on two months right now. So, yes, I, I, I visit home as often as possible, maybe once or twice a year. Well, hey, man, uh, it has been a really fun and awesome interview. It's Indeed. good to have you here again. again. You're almost really fun and uplifting. Big, Bert, Big Quint. Thank y'all for having me back, man. You guys are awesome. As always, I will come back. Ooh, damn. My bad. I do apologize. I'll come back anytime, though, yo. Anytime you want, I will absolutely come back. Just call me. No matter how big I get, no matter what I do, I I got a special spot in my heart for you guys 100% of the time. So call me back anytime. I will come back. I will smoke. I will kick it. We just going to talk and build, man, like we do. Appreciate you guys a lot. I really do. Thank y'all for having me back. Hell yeah, man. And thank you guys for watching. Um, make sure to like, subscribe, share with your friends. Check out his new music. Um, 419 got him in it. It's fun. It's a fun song, you know. Uh, so smoke a blunt to that shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> and check out immaturestoners.com for merch, like shirts and stuff. And uh, yeah, stay high, guys.